Are you a cake maker running a business or a business owner making cakes? Hi, I'm Sammy. Hi, I'm Bronya, and welcome to the business of cake making. Hello and welcome to the business of cake making. So today we're talking about equipment and the top equipment that you can have to start your business without spending loads of money as well. Yeah, this is what we think is our top 10. No, top 16. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were going to come up with 10. Yeah, yeah we're going to come up with 10, but then it's we came up with about eight each. So it's now the top 16. Yeah. Collaborative. Yeah. Good word. And I, I think I'll, Good I'll, word. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think <laughs> what we've got down is, is pretty good. You're not going to be spending out yeah. loads of money. And a lot of it you'll probably have anyway. So do yeah. you want to go first? Yeah, right. So number one on my list, which is probably the most expensive thing I own, um, is my mixer. So uh, I have yes. three, four Kenwood mix, three Kenwood mixers, but I only tend to use one because the other two are in storage. Um, and I've got a couple of hand mixers as well. But you obviously only need one mixer. You don't need to be greedy like I am. Um, so I would recommend a stand <laughs> mixer. Yes. Oh, definitely. I I have a Kenwood. I used to have a KitchenAid, which I used to love, but I'm definitely a Kenwood convert yeah. now. How many For Kenwoods sure. have you got? For sure. I've got two Kenwoods. One is your old one that you'd didn't want that I've had serviced a couple of times and um my husband very sweetly bought me one as a present um oh. and it's like a Rolls Royce I love it it's beautiful it just, just does the job but I have had a variety of hand mixers things like that over the years and I'm actually yeah. without a hand mixer at the moment because Ooh. I quite like mixing um, like if I'm going to do a quick chocolate cake, I like mixing the egg white by hand. It's my new my new thing. Really? Well, you're building your muscles up, building your guns up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know why, but it's just my latest thing. I'm sure I'll get bored of but it. But I, I mean, I would I would definitely suggest a stand mix. I mean, I've had some cheap ones. I've had some good. I've tended to stick with Kenwood, to be honest. Um, but Kenwood KitchenAid. Um, some of the cheaper models are okay. Yeah. Um, just make sure you get just a good motor in it because yeah. it, it has to be strong. I did have like one a... once that there was a massive gap between the, the, the actual paddle and the bowl. And oh, that was a nightmare because so you're scraping it down all the time. Oh, you leave half of it in the, in the bowl, not being mixed. So, yeah, I've got one in the back of my car. Like yeah really annoying really annoying um yeah good mix mainly if you're not for nothing else buttercream definitely uh okay the next thing on my list is Bronya put this one is a spatula oh a good spatula you can't beat it yes a good no, no a good spatula we've both got our favorites I'm, when it comes see, to spatulas I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I've got my grey ones, which are the official Kenwood uh, spatulas. Yeah. And I love them. I have That's three your favourite, isn't it? A Kenwood spatula. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, see, my, my favourite spatulas, which 
I do tend to go through them quite quickly. Um, I think I've, I don't know, I go through one every couple of months because they break, but they're really good when they don't break and they're really cheap. And that's Ikea ones. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. With the, with but the I'm all bit. out of Ikea ones. Yeah. I'm all out of Ikea ones at the minute because Ikea, I can't get to Ikea because of COVID. Um, so I am using a Kenwood oh. one as my go-to right now. But having a good uh-huh. spatula, that otherwise you leave half of your cake mix in your tin, in your your, cake, your mixing bowl. That's money you're leaving in there. And um, I watched a tutorial this morning and she just kept going on about make sure you scrape the sides, scrape the paddle and scrape again. Don't waste any of that cake. And it, it, that is very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it certainly it's is. Important. It certainly is. Right, so number three on the list is another one that I put on, and that is a good set of tins. Oh, definitely. And um, so I started off with, uh, I'd buy one here, buy one there. But uh, a few years back, I bought, actually three years ago, I bought a whole set of round ones at Cake International. And I, I love them. But um, it's, I, I think it's worth having a set and they're all the same as well. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than um, tipping the cake out. Um, you've got three layers and they're all slightly different shapes. Yeah. So, yeah, slightly you, different sizes. Yeah. When you crumb coat Just, them, it's yeah. <laughs> much harder. Yeah. Yeah, so a, a good set of tins. Now, I would even say, um, I mean, I've got, I think, 5-inch to 10-inch round. I don't have any 11-inches. I've never had an 11-inch an 11 tin. And then I've got a set of 12-inches. Yeah. Um, but you could probably get away with just like the even numbers. If you, you know, if you're building your collection, if you've got like 6, 8s and 10s. Yeah. And then just don't offer seven-inch and nine-inch cakes for a while. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Or buy them as you need them. Yeah, yeah. And, and include that in the cost of your cake. Yeah, or, definitely. Or, but buy, a, buy sets and buy good quality. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, make, that definitely makes a difference. And yeah. you can also hire them sometimes from um, the cake shops. Like, yes. Yeah, we uh, used to... We used to um, higher tins out didn't we when we had the shop yes yeah and uh, when I made my sister's wedding cake and I'm it was a hexagonal cake um I hired those tins because I I've I've never made a hexagonal cake since (laughs) and that's a good point if you yeah don't just like all these things like all equipment when when you're making a cake don't just go and buy lots and lots of equipment because you will be spending a vast amount of money um, yeah. And you may ever, only, like like you say, a hexagonal tin, you may never, ever use those ever again. Oh. And that's a lot of money for, for one cake. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it just seems silly. So always work, see if there's a workaround to see if, if you can hire them or if you can trim something else down to make the right size. Yeah. Just to like, just um, cost. Love heart cakes as well. Yeah. You, you can just cut out um, a template and yeah. cut around yeah. that. So another another thing that you need is a scraper. So yes. I I use my scraper for so much, and I've just um, 
actually I've had it for ages but it's to me it's still new um, bought a really long um, tall metal one okay do you prefer metal or plastic um, I prefer metal mm, I do yeah I I've got a number of different scrapers. So I've got a couple of plastic ones and a couple of metal ones. Yeah. And the one that I go back to all the time, it was like a, a um, it's a bread bench scraper, with uh-huh. the, like, which is metal. And it's just the easiest one that I've got. And because it's metal, you can put it in hot water and heat it up. Yeah. And when for like you go hot knifing. Butter- yeah. When you go around your butter icing. Oh, it yeah. makes it look so beautiful. Makes it look so pretty, but yeah, a good, definitely a good, a good scraper. Yeah. Always and good. And you can get a variety of of sizes as well. Yeah, I I prefer. I've got my, I think mine's about eight inches, maybe a bit longer. Oh, tall. see, my my go to, my favourite one's only about six inches. And I do know um, some cake makers have just gone to B and Q and bought like the the plasterers. Yeah. Spatulas, um, scrapers. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, get new that. ones that you only ever use for a cake, though. Don't pull the yeah. one out of the shed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with old bits of plaster stuck. <laughs> yeah, that's not food safe. That's not food safe. <laughs> um, right, number five on our list uh, is one, again, another one that I put on there. And that is a palette knife um, yes. for applying your ganache, your buttercream. There are loads and loads out there. Personally, my personal favourite... I like a smaller offset palette knife. Yes, I'm glad you said offset palette knife because I couldn't remember what it was called. I've, oh. <laughs> I've got I think some people three. call it cranked. Yeah. Yeah. But it's where yeah, it's great. It's slightly bent. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I've got I've got three. I've got three of the smaller size ones. And then I've got one massive one, which I can't use because I just find I can't get any control with it. So I've got one massive big one, which I, I quite like, but my middle-sized one is my favourite one. Yeah, see, it's we all have these favourites. It's just finding yeah. that one that works for you, isn't it? Yeah. And I use the smaller one. I've got two smaller ones, um, and I use them. I've just started using them for butter work. You know, if you like doing a painting with oh, your yeah, buttercream. Yeah. Yeah. I've been using those for that as well. Yeah. Yeah, a, a, a good palette knife is worth his weight in gold. Yeah, and I've actually got one. No, I've got two that I've had since I was 16. Really? <laughs> yeah. My mother bought oh, them I for see. me, and there I use them all the time. And they've got wooden handles. Actually, I've got one with a wooden handle, and that must be my, my oldest one. So you look after them well, and they'll look after you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> the next thing... I'm going to say is an oven. <laughs> That's a good, good, good thing to have. It's Can't bake a, without an oven. No, no. <clears throat> and and um, you don't need a super duper oven. You just you bog standard in the kitchen oven. But I'd recommend having a thermometer, which you can buy off of um, eBay or yeah, Amazon. Yeah, you can buy thermometers really cheap, definitely. Yeah two three pounds yeah and it really helps because you might set your oven at 150 degrees centigrade but your oven is actually baking at 160 degrees centigrade. yeah so they're so good to have definitely yeah. i would recommend it 100 percent. as my husband said earlier when we were compiling this list don't trust the oven 
See, you say you don't need a fancy oven, but I am going to put a little ad- additive to that. Don't have a shit oven. Yeah. Um, I used to have, in our last house, I had an oven. It was an, a fan oven, but it was so rubbish that I used to manage to burn raw cakes. Oh, yeah. Because all the heat, and it was brand new. I actually I actually bought a brand new oven while we were there. Um, but because it was, it was like a funny size, so I had to go with a funny size oven, and I didn't have a lot of choice. Um, yeah. And it was that all the heat used to come from the top, so it used to burn the tops of the cakes without heating the inside. So... <sighs> I don't. I mean, I don't know what to say about having a good oven, but you don't have to spend a lot of money on an oven. But sometimes, when your cakes come out not very good or something goes wrong, nine times out of ten, it is your oven, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Or you get a hot spot in your oven as well. Yeah, hot spots. I've got a hot spot at the back left hand corner. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's the right hand. <laughs> yeah. Did you Did you know how to work out where your hot spots are? But that's where cakes burn. Yeah, would you like a would you like a little dealia tip for yes. finding hotspots in your oven? Um, so get baking sheets, get a bit of baking sheet, and lay out white bread on your baking sheets. Put the bread in the oven um, until they're just going brown. Take them out, and where they're the brownest is where your hotspot is. Oh! But because you've put like a whole, basically a whole sheet of white bread in, you'll be able to see where your hotspots are. Uh huh. That's a Delia tip. That's very good. <laughs> I'm going to try that. It's, it's, it was a good tip. It was a good tip. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Okay. So next on my list. Um, oh, oh, oh. Where am I looking? Next on my list. Right. I'm going to. I'm going to go straight in at quite a high value one, and that's my airbrush. <gasps> oh yeah. I, I can't do without my airbrush. It's not an expensive airbrush. I think it was less than a hundred pound. You know, yeah. it's not a, a pricey one. No, mine was uh, recently bought when, mm-hmm. when when your old one that you gave me broke, which was ancient when it yeah. broke in the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've just bought mine. Uh, mine's a Spectrum, and nice it's about eighty five pounds, I believe. Yeah, love it. It just they just bring so much depth to your cakes. So much depth. Yeah, that is the perfect word to use. Yeah. Depth. And you can you can change something from 2D and flat. Yeah. Just give it just a little sh- and it Doesn't just need much. changes it. Yeah. I've, bought, I've just I'm really excited. I've just bought <gasps> skin tone for my airbrush. So that I just bought what? Skin the, the airbrush <gasps> colour. Oh, so I can nice. try making some larger faces. Yeah. I just I just love I I love I love the what you can do with an airbrush. You can do different effects with them, you can just bring different qualities to your work. And don't be scared of an airbrush. Don't be scared of it. Just build up the colour gradually and you you will not regret getting one. You'll not regret investing in one if you ever do. Oh, definitely. And you can add things from luster, shine, yeah. lesson, um, iridescent. You can yes. put iridescent on stuff. Nice. Oh, <gasps> so beautiful. Love my airbrush. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. And, um, oh, I've I crossed out the wrong thing on my list. <gasps> another, another good thing to have is a good paintbrush set. <gasps> well, yeah. Which, yeah. Um, 
just make that also makes all the difference when you're doing painting from having your teeny tiny um brush the zero zero yeah love my teeny ones oh until um you get the big fat ones or i've got um craft paint brushes um if i see paint brushes i will have a look but what i would say is is that you need to look after them yeah definitely um because yeah. i've had many paint brushes that they they start off looking beautiful and then they end up being left in a, a glass of water yeah and then they get flat and splayed um but so look after them clean them straight away clean them well um, and dry them always dry them as well yeah i have i've just started up a new paintbrush regime because um my family had a tendency to put my paintbrushes into the dishwasher <gasps> and um so i've got a special jug on the windowsill now so if they're laid flat i've said don't touch them they're my paintbrushes yeah. so if they're laid flat and i've just put them on the windowsill i need to wash them if they're in the jug they're clean and ready yeah. to go and when i dr- when i wash them i roll the tip the the brushes in my finger so that they all stay in their shape yeah they need to go back you need to get them back to the shape as quickly as possible otherwise it's like your hair isn't it it dries wild otherwise (laughs) and there's nothing worse than writing fine writing and having that one stray (laughs) brush that one random bit of hair (laughs) yeah so look get good paintbrushes and look after them definitely i did see um somebody um a tutorial i watched the other day and she had different color i think it was emily hankins she had different color brushes for the corresponding colors that's clever that she used so she if she was going to use black she'd only use a certain type of brush if she was going to use white she'd only use a certain type of brush i guess because then you've got all your black color in there and if you haven't got that all out and then you try and use white you're going to get black streaks in your white aren't you that's very clever oh that's a good tip yeah excellent remembering to do it yeah (laughs) (laughs) um right next on our list is modeling tools Right, so modelling tools, these can range from anything from the the cheap and cheerful ones that you get. So the Wilton ones, the ones that you buy at Hobbycraft, that kind of thing, um, right up to I've bought, I've got, I invested in the Innovative Sugarworks ones, which I think I've got two sets, the hard and the soft. And I think they're like £35 a set. So they are like the top, the top ones. Um, But good modeling tools because you can do so much with your modeling tools you've got the dresden tool you've got your what i call the smiley face tool um <laughs> you know you've got one that looks like a shell all these things they will give texture they can smooth things out they they're they're just it's like a vital thing to have in your in your yeah. sort of like toolbox they can help help with sculpting a face or yeah uh, yeah if you're doing a trainer you can use the scrolling tool to scroll in the little lines or the um oh god there's so many the pointy tool tool. i'm sure they've all got proper names i just don't know them the only one that i really know is the dresden tool yeah um and i've got quite a few dresden tools actually because i've also got serart so i've got the innovative sugarworks and the serart so i would class those as like the some of the top end tools um but 
you know, they, they, I've had them for years and years and years and I've made hundreds and hundreds of cakes with them yeah. and they really have paid, paid every single penny back to me that I've Definitely. invested in them. I've got, I've yeah. got quite a few Dresden tools. I don't know yeah. why. I just like buying them. If I see them, I think, oh, that's got, because they're, even though they're the same tool and it's the same Dresden tool, that you get different sized ends. Yeah, different sizes and different, um, some of them are sharper than others. Some of them are flatter than others. Yeah. Yeah. Favorites. So, yeah. You can buy the range, do. Like the oh, do they? The, yeah. You, the, you know the ones that with the yellow handles? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I, I got some from um, eBay once. Uh-huh. And they turned up in, in packages. I, I think we were doing classes, so I didn't want to spend masses of money. And I got them and they turned up in the packets. They weren't modelling tools. They were oddling tools. <laughs> they'd come from China and they forgot the M. <laughs> but they worked. Yeah, I thought you were going to say it's like a kind of new brand of um, things to make. Oddles. <laughs> yeah, oddles. <laughs> <laughs> but wherever you get them from <laughs> yeah. they're worth it <laughs> definitely de definitely well i'm gonna um digress on that bit i don't know if that's the right word mm -hmm. but um i use my rolling pin which i bought at cake international a few years ago practically every day and i quite often use that as a modeling tool as well or more as a ball tool because the end of it is rounded so i can mm -hmm. smooth out petals and things like that but the brand that i've bought i can't remember the brand the brand that i've bought you can it's non-stick so when you're rolling your fondant out you don't need to put icing sugar or trex down because it doesn't yeah. stick to the rolling pin and I is it, are we talking a really big rolling pin or are we talking like a little six inch rolling pin here this is like a i think it's about seven okay eight inches no, right. no six i'm gonna say six just throwing it out okay there. <laughs> just a guess <laughs> and um i love it it's brilliant yeah. You can't beat a good non-stick rolling pin. And going with rolling pins, because we were discussing this before, I got for Christmas, which I haven't had the opportunity to use yet because of COVID and I haven't made any big cakes yet. I got a king pin rolling pin um, because when we had the shop and I used to roll out fondant for days, I got quite severe tennis elbow. Um, so the king pin rolling pin is really heavy and it, it, the, the middle spins independently of the the bits that you hold um, yeah. and it was expensive but I'm hoping it's actually going to help a, quite a bit because okay. I used to get quite a lot of pain I've I've had but, I've had it quite a lot recently on my right arm and it's not very nice yeah no it was my right arm it, it feels like like splinters down your arm it's like splintering yeah. inside um, so a good a good rolling pin with a good weight on it if you're rolling large bits of fondant is yeah. is worth yeah it's really worth it but little yeah definitely little non-stick rolling pin. whatever you're doing just go non-stick yeah oh just go non-stick revolutionize your life <laughs> it, it really will and and so so following on from that i'm going to talk about cutting mats yes. because they are the same if you get yourself a decent non-stick cutting mat yeah. uh you don't have to use treks you don't have to use corn flour 
Um, and they're not that expensive either. No, they? I mean, I've got an A2 one. I think yours is much bigger than yours is bigger yeah. than mine. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I know you can't see me, but mine's this big. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that big. <laughs> yeah. Maybe about two foot. I don't know. Is that yeah, I think you must have an A1. I've got A2. I think you must have an A1. But it's also got the um, measured rule on the side, which is really yeah. handy. Oh, and it's got the squares, the, the grid that goes right across the, yeah. the map. It's but really, really worth handy. having one. If you're measuring or if you're um, going drawing a line and you're just doing it freehand, you can use the markers on it. Those yeah ruler and it'd be a lot straighter but i yeah if you're cutting but you can you can get them anywhere they're, they're self-healing cutting mats you can get them from anywhere i think mine came from hobbycraft um i got mine from amazon yeah so they're, they're just like craft craft mats yeah. what i would say about a craft mat though is to put a good non-stick non-slip mat underneath it yeah because <laughs> otherwise you roll and the whole thing goes yeah. so a non-slip mat or a, a damp cloth or something just put it underneath yeah. it to stop it moving <laughs> yeah that that is that is a very good tip because uh, mine currently has a <laughs> towel underneath it and it was slipping all over the place earlier when i was making unicorn horns so yes <laughs> I yeah i think i've got um i think i've i've got a silicon mat under that i stick under mine yeah because otherwise yeah it just goes they just go sort of like anywhere where you don't want them to go yeah yeah i've got um the the things you put underneath rugs to stop yes yeah i've got that actually we're gonna we're we're gonna talk about um we're gonna talk about these in a minute but i've got one of those on my turntable oh yes yeah because you can cut them to size can't you yeah Uh, i bought mine from one of those um like pound store places oh yeah I can't remember what it's called that i yeah it was i got like, mine from ikea uh-huh and then yeah really, and i think it was I a cut, quid a roll or something like I've that i've cut them up as well and if um when my clients come to pick up their cake if i know they're going to travel a long distance i will give them a square to go underneath their cake as well yeah so good oh good customer service nice yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, my, it's my cake They've got to look yeah. after. <laughs> um, Should we talk about turntables next then, since we've just mentioned them? Yeah, I was that well that was the, the next one on my list. So yes, definitely. Okay. You can you can get a variety, you can get the cheaper ones, which I'd actually say don't buy the cheap cake stands because no. I've got one. No, I, I agree. Yeah. While you're doing the cake. But what are they called? I always want to lazy say, Susans. There you go. I always I call them spinning jennies, but they're lazy, <laughs> lazy Susan. Lazy Susan. I have a lazy Susan from IKEA, six pound fifty. Yeah, and they're brilliant. And it's what I use the most. And this is my second lazy Susan from IKEA, and I've still got my first one. And the only reason I don't use it is because it's wood and it's a little bit grubby. Um, but they're quite wide. They're really stable. Um, and saying they're six pound fifty, and I've got a piece of non-stick mat on it. So my cake doesn't slip around on it. You can get really, really expensive um, yeah, turntables. Yeah, that are super heavy as well. Yeah. I'm really lucky. My um, Somebody gave me a turntable, which I think is middle of the range. And it's, it's fantastic. It doesn't move. 
which yeah just makes all the difference but there's the non non-slip mat that was stuck to it has peeled off so i have right. also cut out non-slip mat oh my goodness and i've put that <laughs> on there as well <laughs> yeah you stuck it on yeah yeah I've it is worth have you still got a tilting turntable because i do I've have the tilting one. one i never use it no, I've got one. Do you know what? The reason why I never use it is because I've used it once, tilting, and the cake slid off it. Yeah. And it's terrified me ever since to use yeah. it. So I I'm never tilt my turntable. Yeah, I don't, don't like them. Yeah. But I would say that the, prob- the thing is with the cheaper cake turntables, that they're just not heavy enough. No. Um, and they always seem a little bit unstable when you've got your cake on. The, the IKEA one is really low, so it's right close to the so it can't it's not going to tip very far whereas the cheaper cake ones it can be a little bit taller but they do have a tendency to to wobble oh yeah and it's just not worth spending i know they're only about a fiver i think i've seen them even yeah. less than that but yeah. i think that is just just don't bother spending your money no on no i wouldn't good ikea yeah <laughs> when you can of course yeah and Right, so I'm going to go to the next thing on my list, which is mm-hmm. a foam mat, which you would use if you were um, frilling petals or um, that's all you'd use it for, wouldn't it, really? Um, yeah, smoothing down out. So we're talking like the hard foam, aren't we? We're not talking about the, yeah. the really soft foam. We're talking about the quite hard foam. So if you were thinning out the edges of anything, yes. um, frilling petals, there's also, um, I think they're called a witch's, a witch's hat. It's basically they've got, they've got holes in and you can oh, make gosh, filler yeah. flowers with the holes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, I've got one of those as well. So, yeah. So yeah and they're they're really really good because they just give a give a little bit of so if you've got a ball tool it just gives that little bit of give yeah but not too much yeah so as opposed to a hard surface yes you can yeah (laughs) um the other sorry the other thing well i say make sure you wash them oh yeah yeah definitely (laughs) because they do they can get like because i don't know they they just get really gunked up with stuff but yeah just just wash them i think we used to put them through the dishwasher at the shop did we yeah sometimes they do or sometimes i give them a good scrub with with the the brush um from the sink yeah yeah i've had trouble with my words today (laughs) which is great on a podcast yeah yeah (laughs) so so like everyone will be like oh yeah she knows what she's talking about yeah of course <laughs> but I mean I don't make a lot of flowers anymore but I still have got my my foam mats and the other thing the next thing on our list um is what you put on there petal cutters yeah so your okay. basic shape petal colors with good impression mats so or yeah. not even good impressions just cheap impression mats but good so if you've got your basic petal cutters, you can make all sorts of things with them. Yeah. Um, roses, peonies. Um, um, you can start yes. to make leaves and things. Yeah, yeah, all sorts of things. You can you can buy the, the little kit kits at um, the range. So you get three leaf rose leaf cutters. Uh, uh, the petal, the light, the little blossoms as well. I yeah. use those quite a lot. And you get you can they come in three sizes, so you get. Uh, a bigger one a medium one and a smaller one and then yeah. you you would use your ball tool 
to to smooth them to out thin them down more realistic and pretty but yeah, yeah definitely you don't need to go out you go you go in the shops and you see all of these um all of the flowers um, oh, all the, of them the, the, the orchids and the um peonies tulips blah, blah, blah. yeah and it can be kind of like oh my god which one do i get but if you it's quite overwhelming actually and it, it gets really expensive because then none of them are cheap no, and um, like we were saying earlier, you don't necessarily use them. You might only use them once. Yes. Like what you were saying about the tins, if the hexagonal tins, say it's a flower that you you don't see very often. I can't think of any. <laughs> Do you know what I remember? We bought um, when we were at the shop. Someone wanted orchids on their cake, and yeah. we bought an orchid set. And the, the orchid impression mats to go with them. We yeah. made one cake with orchids and never made any cakes with orchids ever again. That's right. That's right. So I, I probably still that. have that orchid cutter sat in the bottom of a bag somewhere, yeah. never to be used again, which is such a shame. Um, I've got carnation cutters and I have never, ever made carnations. I think I've made one in the yeah. shop. Lilies as well. Yeah, I've got a lily cutter set. I have made lilies. I think we've made lilies on two cakes. Yeah. But, uh, but as, as a starter kit, I definitely say don't go off on a limb going, oh, no. goodness, I'm going to make that. No. Let Buy your basic this. teardrop petal cutters to start with or, or uh, alternatively a five petal cutter. Yeah. Yeah, because you can use it for so much. You can yeah. tweak it. Yeah, that's all. That really is all you need, definitely. Right, we've got two left on our list. Have we? Yeah. Oh, I've got. Am I? Is it my turn? It is your turn. <laughs> all right. I, I haven't crossed out a good light. Yo, you go with that because you, that you put that on there. Go on yeah. there. <laughs> so, um, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a light specifically for cake making but there is nothing worse than being in a room that is so badly lit you can't see what you're making yeah um, and sometimes it's just handy to have that light for the close-up work as well i have got one with um a special magnifying glass on it as well i've got one with a magnifying glass but i've never used the magnifying glass Oh, I have used the magnifying glass, but that's right. I'm so blind. <laughs> <laughs> but the light on it is amazing because it's oh. like a, a bright LED light. Yeah, and it's absolutely fantastic. Um, um, yeah. Say you're working late at night or or like today, it's a really grey day. Um, yeah. Like, having a light like that really makes all the difference because um, sometimes you just need to um, see. Sometimes you're working on something and you become blind to what you're making if that makes sense yeah it does make sense take yourself away and come back but if you've got the right lighting and as well it doesn't make you so tired having the right yeah that's that's a really good point it doesn't fatigue you so much um but yeah it's sort of like so you need like a directional lamp i would say um you know overhead lights are all very well but the proper even if it's just like an old-fashioned angle poise just something yeah. that you can shine at your work. Really good. Yeah, really good. Because otherwise you will get tired quicker and you won't be happy with what you're doing. The last thing on the list, and that is a scalpel. 
or alternatively a good craft knife oh yeah however you want to see it um i actually have proper scalpel scalpels i think they're actually um medical scalpel scalpels Uh but a good pointed sharp fine knife can't beat it no um mark bought me uh sounds like he's actually bought me a lot of stuff but these these were like christmas presents but he bought me a little scalpel kit um, which is like a craft knife scalpel kit and it's yeah, got yeah, three, yeah. three different sizes and it? so it's got a rounded blade a pointed blade and a big fat scalpel blade and yeah. I use all three of them for different tasks oh do you you actually because I think I had one years ago that you used to have to unscrew the top and take the blade out and yeah, it only ever got one fine. blade used out of it uh, oh no I've, u- I've used all of mine and, and gone on progressed to new blades Right. But yeah. I will change them if they're blunt. <laughs> <laughs> and what blunt. was it that we were saying earlier? They're only blunt if they don't cook in, if they don't cut anything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that is our top 16 recommendations of, yeah. of um, what you should have in kit. And it doesn't include things like tappets or lettering or lots or of different pilots. impression mats. Colorings. Yeah, co- I just thought of that. Yeah. Dusts. Thing is, with colorings and dusts and all that, you can buy so many. You could buy the whole kit yeah. and never use half of them. Um, right. So I would, with things like colors and that, I would use, buy them as and when you need them. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you definitely. know, you'll build up your collection gradually yeah. and you won't be stuck with loads of colors that you won't ever use. That's right. And um, I know they have, the dates on them are quite long anyway sometimes you can buy stuff and it does go out of date yeah 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 keep an eye on dates definitely and yeah if you've got i mean i know like airbrush colors if you buy a kit of airbrush colors and you never use one of them it will go out of date and when it goes out of date um because i tried you i think i did a dummy cake with some that was out of date and it was a purple and it just came out brown it went off color (laughs) yeah no um so yeah build, i would i would say build up your colors as and when you need them definitely yeah. well so i hope that helped yeah i think i i really like what we've we've done to, talked about today it's been uh me too because it makes you think about what you've got in your kit what what you yeah. do what and you all the use. thousands of pounds that you've spent on stuff that you never use <laughs> yeah personally yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i've got i've got a few bits so <laughs> <laughs> I mean I've actually got a storage unit okay oh. so when we moved out of the shop I put a lot of stuff in a storage unit and that was three years ago mm. that stuff is still in that storage unit mm. and that includes things like cookie cutters and different shaped oh. tins and all sorts of things yeah. so it just goes to show in three years I've not even got them out I'm paying to store this stuff yeah yeah um so still costing you money. <laughs> i know it's still, it's still costing me money um but so there's just a lot a lot of stuff that you don't need you th- you think when you're starting out that you need loads and loads of stuff and you go to somewhere like cake international and yeah. and it's like oh my god there's just so much stuff and you don't need it you, you really yeah. don't I, I would say if you're going to somewhere like cake international go with a list of things that you need definitely do not digress from that list no don't get 
blown away by the amazing stands selling this brand new thing that's never been yeah. seen before that you're going to yeah. use a mi- million times, but you don't, <laughs> that you spend a lot of money on. And I'm yeah. not going to say any of the products that I've bought, <laughs> never used. <laughs> but we've got a lot between us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> thousands and thousands of pounds spent yeah. on stuff that sits in boxes, never used. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I can, I can recall one thing I bought, and I thought I'm going to use this so much. I've used it once, <laughs> but I can't say what it is because it's not good for the. No, the no. Was it very expensive? Um. It was about £25, which is so it wasn't not cheap. Much, but it's not cheap, no. But if, yeah, but if you're never using it, if you're never using no. it, it's it's not cheap. No, that's right. Just think of what that 25 quid could have spent, could have bought. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> right, well, that is that is us done, I think. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I think that's a good list, and it's a good basic list that should get everyone um, up and started, if nothing else. Yeah. Good luck. If you would like to read our show notes for this episode, I'm going to do a list of all the equipment we've put out today and I'll put it in the show notes and you can find that at daisycakecompany.co.uk forward slash the business of cake making. Or you can follow us on our Instagram account, which is at the business of cake making. And again, I will do a post with all this listed so you can find us. Um, if you would like to rate or if you could rate, review, share our podcast so more people get to see it in Apple Podcasts, the more reviews we get, the more we get seen in the searches. So that would be really lovely if you could just spend a couple of minutes and review us. Um, but other than that, I think that's it for today. I think so. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. And we have some very interesting guests coming up. We do. Yeah. Sammy's got some really great guests in the bag. So we, we, we are looking forward. So, and we will speak to you all soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.